this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Blizzard's in hot water, Google Stadia is still a thing, and we're going to talk a little bit about Fork Knife. The pharmacy is now open. You are tuned into the video game pharmacy. Another episode of VGRX, your weekly dose of video game news. And all no, 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 Scott, that hurt my ears. Oh, did you not like that? No. Did you want me to play it back? He sounded like a uh-huh. dying goat. <laughs> dying goat, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's sad, frankly. Did you like that? Uh, no. That's going to be the episode, though. Is it? Yeah. We're rolling with it? Oh, yeah, we're rolling with that. I, don't, I actually don't know. I feel like I'm in a fever dream. <laughs> You said that a lot, Zach. And hanging around with, Zach, with Scott will have that effect. Yeah, on. yeah, it's yeah. It's part of I, being a buddy. So I, I, I would say I came up with that all on my own, but I can't uh, say that I did that. That was actually Suns fan um, who came up with that and on his show called Fails of the Week. I don't even really get what it was. It was I don't know what I heard. It just, <laughs> and I was watching you too. I still don't really get it. <laughs> oh man, it was just well, as funny as I thought it we'll was. We'll see how be. it sounds on the podcast. I'm glad you amused yourself. That's I what's did. important here. Hey guys, hey. welcome to another episode of VGRX, your weekly dose of video game news, knowledge, and know how. Hey, I'm Scott. You're not supposed to eat the mic. You're supposed to Hi, talk Scott. into it. That's Zach. Hey. Hey, Zach. Hey. And that over there? Well, that's Britain. Hi, guys. Hey, Britain. And well, if you're looking for you. a good smooth jazz, maybe a little. Side nudge, <laughs> you know where to go. You know where to go. Nobody understands <laughs> anything you're saying. Our boy, well, we inside do, jokes our, here. Our boy, our boy, Brent. I do have the, the occasional side nudge. Our, side our nudge, boy, locked and loaded. And Grandpa Jazz. Our boy, yeah. Britain here. He, um, he's got the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. You know what I'm saying? I, the please. Stuff. Hey, hey, get back here. Sorry, I was falling asleep let's with do, the microphone. Let's do this thing. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, hey. <laughs> we didn't have a question last week. That's right. Um. But we will this week. Don't we, we promise do. that. Oh, okay. You can't. <laughs> oh, I'm promising it Sweet. right now. If I have to look in the last five minutes, I'll do it. All right, good. Got one for you guys. Um, hey, hey. You want to know what we haven't talked about? You know, in a hot second. <laughs> what was that? Our gaming moment of the week. The Gmail. We're gonna do it at the beginning of the show. I don't know. We can. We I, can banter off. I don't have one though. Yeah, I have. I'd have to think I have about it. <laughs> multiple. Well, we okay. So we didn't. We didn't have a question. So I feel like we need to fill some time in the beginning of the show. Okay, with that's something. Fair. That's fair. Okay. And I feel like the game moment of the week is a pretty good moment because I do have a lot to. I want to say too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't been on the Whoa. show. What? I never said you could talk first, dude. Zach, you want to go first? Hey, yeah, I appreciate go your permission there, yeah, bud. No, no problem. That's <laughs> Hey, I've uh, loosened up the reins a little bit. I haven't uh, been on the show in in two weeks, so like the weekend before, you uh, got a lot to talk about. The weekend before, I went to a uh, week before last show. Um, I went to an arcade, and uh, at that arcade, I played a lot of Japanese arcade games. Yes, and oh I, yeah, round I one. had yeah, together. <laughs> so I played all of the all of the other games they had there, and I had an amazing time. 
And I can now never, ever again play in an American arcade. What are you talking about? Because American arcades suck. <laughs> did you suck? I, did. <laughs> I disagree. Go on, though. American, I'm going to hear you out. American arcades are horrible. We went to round one yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, if you've never been around one, mm-hmm. um, their big shtick is they import a ton of games from Japan before mm-hmm. they ever get a Western release, uh, <laughs> if ever. Um and specific, I I know already know specifically what game Zach is talking about, and I don't remember the name of it now. Um, but it was it was like it it was like a DDR game. Um, I figured it'd be I'm, some dancing game. I'm sure I'm sure you've seen the videos of it. It's like a giant pad that oh, you yeah. stand on, uh, yeah, and it has like these it. rainbow lights and stuff. And it like it's able to track where your feet are, so you're able to do moves and stuff like that. But the thing is, is that the moves that they make you do are actual dance moves mm-hmm. so like doing the shuffle actually or doing, shuffling on it, yeah. doing like the electric slide or things like that like those are all things that you actually have to do on the pad to be able to um for it to recognize your movement so i played that and then in the in the back corner they have this big big section of games and there's this one game it was a, like a the game was completely led it's a circular screen with uh basically color touch leds all the way around it and so basically, it's a uh, rhythm game, mm-hmm. and you basically have to touch your fingers to these touch LED buttons and follow basically the, the different patterns and everything that are, are coming at you in the screen. But it's so bright and so colorful and so big that when you're playing, you're like basically like get sucked your into... Your corneas are being burned out of your You're just basically sucked into this game, but it was a so much fun. That sounds cool. It was so much fun. I like a good rhythm it game. It looks like a giant washing machine. Right? That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a giant washing machine. There was a funny meme that I saw going around of these two these two kids playing in an arcade with a giant crowd around them. Um, and it was in Japan. And these two guys were going like head to head. And they were playing on this thing. And someone commented on the video saying, man, I didn't know you could do these with washing machines in Japan. <laughs> it was really funny. You had to be there. Um, it was really good, though. Yeah, it was really good. 100%. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Take hey. me guys there sometime. Mm. Yeah, we'd have to go. That'd be, no, that'd be we have family things we have to do. <laughs> Are you channeling me right now? Um, I'm challenging you okay. right now. All right. It yeah. was it was kind of crazy though to kind of realize though that there's regulars that go to the arcade. No doubt. And yeah. there's one guy that was playing it on on expert, and he was blowing my mind. And I was like, after he finished, I walked up to him. I was like, hey man, I was like, you are you're awesome. You're really good. At this. How long have you been He's playing? Like, Don't talk to me. He's like, I've only been playing it for like two weeks mm-hmm. since it came in. I was like, wow, wow. All right. He's just an arcade. Gamer, I know, yeah. arcade rat. Yeah, there's Junkie. a bunch of regulars that just go to arcade and play. Interesting. Yeah, I really, really wish cool. we lived closer. Cool concept. <laughs> I know, me too. What is it? Uh, half an hour? Yeah, it's half an hour, okay. but that's still half an hour. I don't want to drive. Yeah, some of the worst traffic around too. Going it out there really <laughs> is. Yeah. It, getting there is the worst when you have to go past past the dome. 11 p.m. Or, oh yeah. No, sorry, 11 a.m. I mean, <laughs> it's probably about the. Best I was gonna time say, now. I was like, <laughs> they don't close until probably like. Three well, or four. Eleven PM would probably be good too. Yeah. But afternoon, early afternoon. Can I talk noon. about uh, my second <sighs> game mode of the week? Yeah, do it. Yeah, Wait, you have two? I'm sorry, yeah, I yawned. I actually, really I kind of have three, but I'll leave the third wow. for cool. Uh, kind of like our chat later. Picking up my slack. Thank um, you. I got winner winner chicken dinner. <gasps> dude, finally, wow. dude. Yeah. First Solo? ever. First ever. Solo. Solo. Were you were you clenched? Uh, no, actually, I I got six kills. Um, and then I got into a final fight, killed the dude crossing the river. Um, I meant like where your butt cheeks clenched as you were <laughs> no, doing it. No, I was calm, Bruh, calm I, as a clam. I was, right. I remember, 
I it wasn't a solo win, it was a duos win, mm-hmm. but my teammate died. Ooh. I was clenching pretty hard because I had to kill two dudes. Um, and so, story. just so you guys know, we are talking about PUBG. Oh, yeah. And when <laughs> Maybe you, we should make that clear. Chicken a, dinner? What? <laughs> when you win a game of uh, PUBG, it's called Winner Winner Chicken Dinner. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I killed a guy that was crossing the river, and then uh, I was kind of just chilling. I didn't actually realize it was down to like the last two people, me and this other guy. And he uh, leaned around in a tree and one shot, and I got him. Dude, that's awesome. And I was like, it was like games over or whatever. I was like, hang on, I won? Yes. It's games over and I didn't die? What the heck? Yeah, that's I weird. know. Yeah, cool. so it was really cool. Good job. Yeah, it was good. Proud of you, man. Nice, dude. Thanks, man. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. What was your game of the week, Scott? Uh, I've been having a ton of fun playing two games, actually. Um, one of them, I think me and Britton talked about on the show yet last week, uh, mm-hmm. was called Indivisible. Um, it was like an, it's like an anime style. Um, oh, you were playing it on stream, right? Yeah, I was playing on stream. Uh, it's like an anime style, semi turn based strategy game. Um, very story heavy. Uh, it reminds me of a lot of a lot of uh, Shantae Half Genie Hero. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever played that or heard of it, um, and it's real good. It's, you like it so it's far? Real, real good. good. Cool. Yeah. Did you go play it fun. all the way through? Yeah. Cool. I will. All right. Right on. But um, the biggest surprise for me. <laughs> That the I've been playing the most lately, Destiny Two. What the heck? Really? I've been playing Destiny Two. Wow, I'm actually surprised. I'm very surprised. Uh, well, it came out for free on Steam. Yeah. Um. So it's free on Steam right now, and me and my friends downloaded it because we were like, man, why, why not? We'll play a new game. And um, yeah, we've been. We've Have been you been streaming it at all? No, I haven't. Shut up. I know. Wait a minute. Stream everything. Did you finish Borderlands. I, I well, I beat the game. Okay. Yeah. But I'm, you'll you'll keep doing post game and game. Oh content, yeah. I I'm mean, sure. yeah, for sure. Okay. I was the, just I just want to make sure you had actually finished the game before oh, you moved on to. Yeah, yeah. No, I beat it. Destiny, which the, is kind of a Borderlands. The type only thing, thing the only thing I haven't done is I haven't done like the true vault hunter mode, which mm-hmm. is basically going through the game again on hard mode. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. But yeah, Destiny Two has been a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, I I have actually just been skipping all the quests and just playing like multiplayer stuff. Um. Feels a lot better than when I first played it. Yeah, is, they're always tweaking. Nice. Destiny does. Yeah, yeah. They added a ton more maps. Um, I don't know if this is. Oh man, I'm so yawning. Wake up, cut it out. I'm sorry. I'm stretching. Hang on, one <laughs> <This> second. <guy. laughs> um, they. I don't know if this is something they added recently or if it's um, old news, but it's uh, called uh, Gambit mode. When it what it what it is is it's four v four. You guys basically what you have to do is you and your team have to collect a certain amount of um, objects, and then um, I believe you have to get to a hundred, and then you unlock a boss, and you have to kill the boss before the other team does. Um, you're both playing on the exact same map. Um, you guys are playing against the exact same enemies, and you play against the exact same boss. So essentially, you have to do everything faster than the other four people do. And But here's the thing about it, is that when you collect these objects, if you collect a certain amount of them, you can send them over to your enemy side of the map, and it will um, like prevent them from putting more orbs in. Um, it'll also like drain their bank um, of orbs and stuff like that. Uh, so it's like ways to like mess with them. But... Probably one of the funnest parts about it is that they have a portal that's set up. So you can 
one one player from uh, either team can go through the portal anytime. Well, not anytime. You have to like wait until it charges up. But when you go through the portal, you'll get sent to the enemy's map. So then you can mess with them and like kill them and throw them all off, and it it's really really interesting. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's a versus mode. It is. I thought Destiny was more of a co op RPG kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's what I thought. But no, this is completely huh. versus. All it's right. a lot of fun. The the team deathmatch mode on the original Destiny was really really good mm-hmm. and had a a lot of similarities and feels like the Halo 2, Halo 3 days. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, Maybe because it was made by Bungie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I get okay. what Scott's saying. All right. Yeah. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. Price I didn't right. think, I didn't think I would... In- yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was free, so why not? Why not try um, But yeah, I've really been enjoying <laughs> Destiny 2. That's so random. Yeah. Cool. Glad right? to hear it. Yeah. 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 Hey. Hey. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Britain, you have a game of the Not week? really. You don't? No, not really. Cool. I wasn't prepared for it. I have a gaming moment of the week. I didn't, I didn't even think week. we were going to do it. I have a gaming moment of the week for Britain. Okay, what's well, mine? <laughs> I got second place in Tetris 99. Close. It's almost a That's chicken That's what dinner. I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. That's, <laughs> I have uh, tons. How dare you insult have... me in my actual win in an actual <laughs> battle royale? <laughs> that oh, takes skill. No. I'm not taking the bait. No, please. <laughs> anyway, please. I'm not taking the bait. <laughs> We're already at 12 minutes. We don't need this. Um, I, I've gotten lots of first place wins, but it's been a long time. And so second felt pretty good after yeah. after a long stretch of not. Do you play the like championship mode that they just no. added? Invictus? <laughs> yes. That's hard. Well, there's a couple problems with it. One is I, I get just destroyed. But two, um, it takes way longer to build a match because there's not as many people playing it. Yeah. So it, it, you can start up a match in three seconds on regular mode, whereas if you play Invictus, it takes a good minute or so to build the match. So it's just oh, yeah. it's easier to to uh, spit fire. The I'm going to show you, I'm going to send you something because they actually played Tetris 99 at GDQX. Yeah. And you should watch it. No, okay, I should. It's, yeah. It's send me a link. real impressive. See, Zach? Like, real, real game. I'm, yeah, they're probably good at it, though. I, I, it's jaw-droppingly <laughs> why you, fast. Why are you baiting me so hard? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to, man. You want, you he's want trying it. to poke the bowl. He is. <laughs> I told you before, though, I'm not going to take the bait. Yeah, I'm, I'm calm, cool, and collected. Well, hey, guys, let's talk about some some <laughs> actual... Let's talk about case. the biggest thing this week. Yeah. Which one? I agree. I know what he's talking about. Oh. It's Fork Knife. It is Fork Knife. We can... Uh, it's disrespectful. Fork Knife. Fork Knife. Fork Knife is dumb. I'm retiring it right now. Fork Knife? <laughs> yeah. I'll keep calling it Fork Knife. I'll you keep will? Calling it fork yeah, knife. just because people make fun of it, and I like to join in with it, what? even though I, I enjoy the game a lot. Does it mean anything other than just dumb wordplay? No. Okay. No. Mm-mm. Okay, let's keep rolling with it then. Yeah. All right, tell us what happened this week. Um, so basically, uh, we were at season 10. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big event uh, tease. There's little hints here and there that we're getting a new map. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a live event where uh, basically a rocket was blasted off, um, creating rifts, and uh, it sucked a comet into the rifts that eventually came out um, and destroyed the map, yeah. creating a black this, hole. This all played out in real time live. in the game over the course of like what, maybe three minutes, five minutes, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And it was pretty spectacular to watch. Yeah, and they, every, they put a lot of effort into rendering this whole thing. Literally everything got was, sucked in. Yeah, like, it was called the end. The end. Yep. Yeah. Um, so basically, people, people were sad. Yeah, there was reaction videos like, online of people actually getting angry, crying, uh-huh. sad, and people thought the game was gone. Right. Yeah. Well, oh, they didn't God. really think that. One could but only hope. Some people were sad that they thought the map was gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no. I, people have an, a fondness and attachment to. <laughs> The map they've been playing for years now. 
Well, in the end, like, think about how legendary the, the game is, right? For them, for mm-hmm. Epic to say, okay, you know, maybe we made enough money. We're kind of done with this iteration of the game. We want to do a new project. Right. We're going to end support, and we're going to just end the game here. And so, like, originally, that was kind of like... Not a chance. It was it was my thought process, but after okay. I thought through, I was like, they're not gonna they're not gonna just close down a a multi million dollar business popular opportunity. game in the world, yeah, right business now. opportunity like that. Yeah, so agreed. there's gonna be something happening, right? Um, and then I ended up figuring out that they're using this as server downtime. Wasn't there also uh, leaked footage of, or something of a season two not long ago, like before this all went down? Did you yeah, read, there read was anything there about was a that? leaked image, and then of uh, like a new map of a new map, right? Okay, um, but it was hard to make out if it was actually real or not. It looked okay. authentic, yeah. Um, and then shortly before uh, the new map went online, there was a leak, uh, leak video. Okay, and uh, Epic was going to take it down, mm-hmm. um, but they just left it up, and that's where we got the new trailer for. Okay, chapter two, chapter season two. one. All right, I okay. watched the video of the whole like rocket the thing happening. Yeah. I, it was really cool. I I do have to say this. They're really, really good about the like things that happen in game, and I think it's really cool that they don't just show a video for it. It's something that you can actually experience in real time, um, live, and you can't experience mm-hmm. it. Yeah, like again. yeah, exactly. It's like you have to be there, or you miss it. Um, I remember seeing videos of just like just after it all happened and the black hole like appeared. It was just that. Mm-hmm. And so people would like try, it would literally, it kicked everyone out of the server. And then mm-hmm. when people tried to log back in, it would just show the black hole and then kick them back out, which yeah. I thought was really, really interesting. So I've said it before, Epic is is pretty good when they, it comes to their... Uh, Epic's doing things with online gaming that has just never been done yeah. before. They're, they are so insanely creative. It's like, I don't know who is just making these high-level decisions of how they want to roll out events yeah. and apparently roll out new seasons and stuff like that but yeah I it's wonder, incredible I imagine how. zach actually brought this up to me when we were talking imagine wow doing something like this oh i know imagine right? if an mmo that people are just insanely invested in time-wise well, character-wise equipment-wise <laughs> doing huge earth-shattering events like this that completely change the world and not just in a cutscene. not just in a cutscene. yeah, yeah. no like, you're right they, they dabbled in it i think um there was an event during the frozen throne where uh, the landscape of parts of the world changed dramatically mm-hmm. i don't remember the details but that kind of stuff is awesome and players will be shocked and off put by it at first but i think they'll adapt and get over it and in hindsight, they'll probably see how cool and uh, epic it was that it changed things yeah. in a substantial way instead of just, you know, adding to things over time. Mm-hmm. So did they change the map, like, completely change it, it is or a, is com- it... It was a completely new map. There are some places with uh, the same names, um, but all the locations are different. The map is different. Uh, the, like, everything is completely different. Is the bus driver the same? Uh, the bus is the same. That's all that matters. Really That's important. all that matters. Don't forget to thank yeah. your bus driver, guys. <laughs> um, so the game was down for about 40 hours. Yes. Mm-hmm. Almost two days. And people were not happy about that. Dude, I have to admit. Did you get on social media and see what people were saying about Yeah, this? so um, me and uh, one of my buddies were... I got him in on like just watching like Fortnite's Twig channel. Um, I was looking on Twitter to see what was up. I went to a uh, Fortnite status page. Did you go to Ninja's channel? I didn't, actually. I didn't think about doing that. Good choice. Cut Ninja some slack. I went, I, to, say something. I went to Fortnite's uh, status page and for like their web page, for their server status, for everything. <laughs> black hole. All it says is uh, anomaly detected. I love it. So they went so deep into like pushing like this event and like having this downtime be uh-huh. quote unquote a thing. Um, 
Yeah. I think they they wanted their player base to be just uneasy about the whole thing. Well, yeah, I have we, no we idea what was going to happen. I think even, I'm going to play it when I get Even just home. uh Oh cool. Good for you. Even just 2 days of not having mean. access to something that you're really hooked on like that. Like with an MMO that I would play back in the day. I I go through withdrawals with that. It sounds ridiculous. I, but I felt like a crackhead because I wanted. <laughs> He's just being blown. Oh, I want. I wanted. I, like I wanted to play so bad. Yeah, but they, I just couldn't. I had no no idea what was going on. And you just touched on the brilliance of this whole thing. It's mm. marketing. It's some of the best marketing I've ever seen in gaming and online gaming specifically, mm. because it made you a somewhat lapsed player who hasn't messed with it in a while want to jump back in. If you had just seen that they dropped a new map and maybe it was optional and you could pick either map or something like that, you may have been intrigued, but yeah, I would you, have played you wouldn't have been like chomping at the bit to get back in there and check it out and see what was going on. Um, so it's really, really smart marketing. Along too. with, so we have all this aesthetic stuff. So we have the way they played it out. It was really, really smart. Right. Um, but they also did basically a, a uh, soft reset of the game, really. They they did uh, weapon balances. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of uh, redesigned like the gun level system. Um, that's all different. Uh, they basically went back. You get really old school vibe with the map. Okay. Um, the game's a lot more straightforward with equipment and gear and stuff like that. There's not all these crazy things that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of limited the transportation methods to just the boat. Like we don't have any devices, no bounce pads, no jump oh, okay. pads, nothing like that. Um, so they kind of did like a really soft reset. That's cool. With this, yeah. Kind of resimplify things. They did, yeah. And, and it'll get more elaborate as the season goes on, no doubt, as they have events and stuff. But it's, I think it's cool to pair it back a bit and get back to the basics. If um, I wasn't so garbage at building, I may actually play the game. Um, you said you were going to. I'm going to hold you to that. When, you, get, when, get in you, there. when you start <laughs> practicing, the game becomes a lot more worthwhile because then yeah. you actually start competing with others. That would require me to put time and effort in the game. And not willing to do that. Not happening. Nah, B. I have better things to play like Destiny 2. Really, though? No, but <laughs> I have, you know, other things to do. Yeah, it would sure, be, it'd sure. be very entertaining to see you stream uh, Fork Knife. I would. Just play a couple matches. Mm, see how it goes. Maybe. Maybe you'll love it. Maybe maybe I'll do it. Or maybe don't even I'll build anything. Killed. Just play it like a shooter, just for fun. Oh, oh he'll get, so he'll get so not yeah. play the game. Basically, is what yeah, you're saying. Get killed. Got it. Okay, cool. I'll keep that in mind. It'd be cool if there was a way to to be a viable player without doing too much of that. But hey, I guess there's just not. You know what? Fork knife is like. There's other games for that, I suppose. The right? Zelda two of video games. <laughs> Go on. You have my attention. I was joking. I meant the Dark Souls <laughs> video game. But let's be honest. <laughs> The Dark Souls. I wanted to hear where the, your first analogy was the, going. Though. The Dark Souls of cool events happening in game. So another. If thing, you overuse a meme, it's not as effective. Right, right. No, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Pull it out time. when the, t- the situation That's, calls for. Okay, I'll remember that. I'll right. remember that. So one thing they actually did, and this is kind of like older news, is uh, a couple weeks ago they did uh, basically uh, skilled matchmaking along with the addition of bots into games. So they start pairing you with people uh, similar to your skill level, and they start adding bots to kind of fill that roles. That way, people that are on the lower end of the like the skill spectrum mm-hmm. uh, can feel like they're getting wins and getting uh, kills and stuff like that. And then, as you get more kills and as you get better, they'll start pushing you up through the tiers. Cool. Um, so if Scott say you do want to start playing, I'm not going to play. <laughs> 
Not or if somebody else wants to start playing, they don't necessarily get thrown in with the best of the best and just get slaughtered like they used to. I don't get thrown in with Ninja or Tim the Tapman on my first game. Yeah, How fun of, would that be, though? It wouldn't be. It I wouldn't, got killed by Ninja. It would be fun. I don't think any of those guys really play the game. Well, Ninja does, obviously, but like the rest of those guys don't really play the game anymore. No, they do. I, I feel like it's it's kind of tapered out, though. Yeah, Dr. Lupo, CDN the Third, Tim the Tapman. I don't know who any of those people Wait, are. Wait, what is Ninja really playing care. if he's not playing? Fortnite. I said he is playing oh. Fortnite. Oh. oh, listen! I thought you said he isn't. That's what I thought too. No, I said I said oh, whatever. Moving on. It's <laughs> I. I feel like the, we're slowly starting to hear less and less about the game. Like the uh-huh. events are cool and stuff. Obviously, that stuff that like we care about as gamers, but um, I feel like it, it's slowly starting to work its way out of the media and it's starting to just become a know, regular dude. game. This was huge. Every big site was reporting on it. Even like ESPN. Yeah, non non video game centric sites. I yeah. think it was on Newsweek. Oh, because everyone thought the game was dead, so that's why. But I don't know, dude. I think you just hate Fortnite. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's, here. Can we move on? <laughs> sure, please? we can. We can. <laughs> Thank you. Um, not to anything more interesting though, because next we're going to talk about Google Stadia. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Which wow. I which I love. You love it. I love the idea of it. Right, I'll well, sit back, relax, and you guys can talk about. No, it. No, join us. No, join us. No. During I don't, don't want it. We got a release date for. Google Stadia. That was kind of the big piece of news this week. But yeah. I thought this would be a good chance to kind of review. We've only talked about it on the show once, and there wasn't a lot of details then. So we can kind of talk about like the state of Google Stadia and what it's looking like, how it's shaping up, mm-hmm. and our assessment of it as of where it's at right now. So we got a release date finally. This came out of the Google's Pixel 4 launch event. That must be a new phone, right? It is, yes. Okay, gotcha. So they just kind of randomly during this event dropped the release date of October 9th, or sorry, November 19th. For Google Stadia. And they didn't really talk about Stadia at all, other than the fact that the, this new phone supports Google Stadia, or mm-hmm. Google Stadia supports this new phone. Mm-hmm. And that was that was about it that we got from this event. But um, it got me kind of digging back into details on Stadia and, and what it is and how it's shaping up. So let's, let's rap about it. Kay. So um, it's going to launch with at least 31 games. Which is all right. It's not huge. It's not horrible. If you look back at console launch lineups over the years, I guess that's fairly standard. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still pre-order the Founders Edition, which is $140, I believe. And it comes with a hardware starter kit, which is the controller, and a Chromecast Ultra, which is a very basic device mm-hmm. you can plug into your TV that supports Stadia. And it also gets you three months of premium service, which uh, typically costs $10 a month. Um, some interesting th- things that they that I didn't realize about Google Stadia, but kind of came out of this research I've been doing, is uh, they're not making a subscription service here. No, they're not. They're making a platform that you can buy games on. Essentially, yes. yeah. there is a subscription service which I just just mentioned. It's ten bucks a month, and the idea is eventually similar to like PlayStation Plus or Xbox games with gold, Mm -hmm. you'll have a library of games that you can access based on the subscription service. But right now, the only game that's confirmed for that is Destiny 2, (laughs) bringing our conversation (laughs) back around. Sounds like they're just throwing that game out everywhere for free just to get people playing it. Maybe hyped for whatever's coming next from Mm -hmm. them, I guess. Well, it died off, like, recently. Yeah. Well, not not recently. It died off, period. I gotcha. Um, So I feel like making it free on Steam was a good way to kind of make people come back. And it worked. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. Okay, yeah. It looks, it looks that way because you're Destiny. playing it. Yeah, I, pl- <laughs> I mean, I haven't played Destiny 2 in forever. And yeah. 
It's a lot of fun. Okay, glad you're digging it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're going to be buying games on this service, mm-hmm. and they said they're going to be the same price that they'd be elsewhere. So, so they'll probably the they'll probably run digital sales like the other platforms do after a little while. But at launch, it sounds like games will be sixty bucks. I I almost pre-ordered it. Wait, the Founders wait. Edition? Yeah, Okay. almost. All you really need is the controller, because yeah. there's going to be a lot of different devices that support it, probably. Yeah, Even it, smart TVs going it, forward. Anything with like Chrome be. browser. Right. Yep. Gotcha. So what, what's attracting you to it? Like, what about this sounds appealing? <laughs> the, dude, the simplicity. Like, if I, can, if I can basically just hit a button on my laptop, mm-hmm. grab my Stadia controller, mm-hmm. and then click on Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. Are you, are you worried about... And start playing. Are yes. you worried about Wi-Fi? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Wi-Fi But they sure. say the basic uh, addition is uh, supposed to be able to run on 10 megabytes per second. Okay. While if you want to do the 4K stuff, you're mm-hmm. recommended to have 30. 10, I mean, that's pretty standard, I think, for a lot of homes is mm-hmm. around 10 to 15. And if that's like minimum requirement, yep. then it could still get pretty <laughs> shaky. But yeah, again, I guess with all of this, the proof is in the pudding. We really have to see how this works in the wild. Scott played it. At PAX, though, which doesn't really give us a whole lot to go on because that was a very controlled environment. I, I mean, he yeah. did say there wasn't any hiccups, so yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I just I I didn't feel like I was playing anything special. I just felt like I was playing Doom. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I think we said that's and a good I, thing. I played a game on a phone, and it was cool because I mean, it, it looked nice, but yeah, again, it just felt like I was playing a game on a phone. Yeah, is that is that I guess is that the point of the the Sadia is to not feel like you're playing anything different from anything else i i think in the end that's what they want uh, um, is yeah. the fact that you're not it doesn't feel like you're playing anything different but you're yeah. playing it whenever wherever on whatever no I, no hardware i required. feel like playing like here's the thing about google stadia is that you're playing games on it which is cool but you can do that on anything so i what the, i wish they would have done is gave us more like a look into how you get it all there they they did yeah. No, no, no. Well, not at PAX, but mm. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is this is everything at max settings, which is nice. It's going to compete directly with the new consoles that are coming out next mm-hmm. year. The PS Five. Yeah. So close. Because that was a joke. I don't ev- really like right now. You have a lot of games on PS Four Pro and Xbox One X running at thirty frames per second mm-hmm. when they're in four K, and some don't even still support four K. So. <laughs> Uh, I think there's there's room for something that just natively runs. You know everything's running at max settings. And if the streaming tech is there and you don't have to buy a five to, we don't know the prices yet, five to $800 box to make it all work, there's some appeal to that. I like I like the idea of feeling a sense of ownership over my the stuff I buy, though. And this is all cloud-based. So all the money you're throwing into this is digital it's it's just going into the cloud you know what i mean literally all you buy is digital games what is the difference yeah what's the difference i'm not streaming them is it the fact that you download them yeah that's probably it that's probably it they're they're local on the the, the console that i have I, we're talking about switch here obviously i, I get how that can uh it's a little bit of a hang-up for me because not only do i not um have anything physical but i don't even have anything digital on my system Mental. it's all out somewhere else and i paid full price for yeah it. I, I see i see where that That's can bother you but up. it's a little bit different it is um and they could get aggressive with like price promotions and marking down games because if you look at new releases these days within two to four weeks like a month they drop in price dramatically most new releases um control a new game that just came mm-hmm. out not too long ago is half price already you can get it for 29.99 
And you're seeing more and more of that. I bet I've, I've seen sales on Borderlands already. That's a fairly new release. Mm-hmm. So if they are aggressive and competitive in that regard, that would be appealing. But if they're not, if, if it's just 60 bucks and they don't run a lot of sales, a lot of promotions, that's a tough sell for me. Because I like being able to get discounts on my games. <laughs> Call me crazy. So one thing that I found out is that basically their basic service mm-hmm. isn't rolling out yet. So okay. their basic service is going to roll out uh, early next year. Okay. But right now they're just focusing on the Founders Edition mm-hmm. and the people that pre-ordered that. So they're going to get that started and then roll out the basic service. And the uh, basic service is no monthly fee. No monthly fee. But it probably you can obviously still buy sixty dollars. You games still buy and, games, yeah. Okay. So um, I think they're assuming the basic service is going to be what everybody goes for. Right. Um, they might. I don't know if they're going to lower the price of the controller. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Founders Edition, like you said, is one hundred and forty. Great. Right. The Chromecast and the controller. I bet, some games I bet that subscription will have uh, discounts associated with it, too. Like, yeah. if you're a subscriber, you get 10% smart. off all new games or something like that. Mm-hmm. That would be a good idea. So, I mean, one thing one thing I can't speak on is uh, server support. Mm-hmm. Like, we always complain about issues or maybe some games having bad server support, but yeah. we don't know how much money, because they don't have any hardware they have to put any money into, yeah. how much money they put into server-side. I mean, it's Google. They know this stuff. You'd like to think that they have put all the mm-hmm. thought and all the appropriate funds in the world into that, mm-hmm. but it remains to be seen. It's Google. We'll see. How could they mess up servers? We'll, see. we'll have to, we'll <laughs> we'll have to look at reviews and stuff when yeah. it comes up. Yep. Um, I've got a list of all the games that are coming out. Launch. You guys want to hear it or do you care? No, let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scott, do you want to hear this? Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Doom Eternal, which is not coming out till March. That just got delayed. Um, the previous Doom, Doom 2016, Rage 2, Elder Scrolls Online, Wolfenstein, Youngblood, Destiny 2, which we discussed, is free with the subscription. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 is coming to it. Uh, Get Packed. I don't know what that is. That's a Stadia exclusive. That's um, It's basically, think, uh, Overcooked 2. Oh, yeah, okay. But you're a bunch of buddies, and you have to pack up a house okay. into a truck. <laughs> Who would want to make a game about moving day? Hilarious. Oh, I saw that game, I saw that game of Packed. Hilarious. I, it okay. was full like every single day, so I yeah, can play it. It was but, fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Grid is coming. Metro Exodus. Windjammers to Thumper Farming Simulator 19, Kine Baldur's Gate 3, which is a exclusive to Stadia and PC, as of now anyway. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, Orcs Must Die 3, Red Dead Redemption 2, cool edition. Football Manager 2020, Samurai Showdown, Final Fantasy 15, um, the new Avengers game from Square Enix. Tomb Raider, Definitive Edition, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. You got the whole trilogy there. Why didn't they just <laughs> say the Tomb Raider trilogy? Because there's old Tomb Raider trilogies, too. Uh, I, I don't know. So. It could be a little confusing. Um, Super Hot, Mind Control, Delete. Is that all one title? It looks like it. Yeah, looks like it. It looks like some special edition of Super Hot. NBA, 2K20, Borderlands 3, Guilt, another Stadia exclusive from Tequila Works. The, um, uh, what's that game? I don't know. Wait, I don't the, know. The Luchador game. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Guacamelee. Yes. Those guys. Curious to see what that is. The Luchador game. <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11, Darksiders Genesis, Destroy All Humans, Assassin's <coughs> Creed Odyssey, Gods and Monsters, Just Dance. It just says Just Dance. Maybe it's like all of them. I don't know. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, Breakpoint, uh, The Division 2, Trials Rising, The Crew 2, and Watch Dogs Legion. Wow. Pretty healthy list, good cross-section of most of the big stuff coming out, mm-hmm. but it's nowhere near like a comprehensive list of everything that's good out there right now. I would like to have seen them launch with like basically all the multi-platform stuff from Xbox and PS4 for the entire generation, because why not? 
If they yeah. if they're already working with basically it looks like all the big developers out there. I'm curious why they can't all just be there day one and have you, you know, have the option to buy them day one. Limitations in servers? I don't know. I don't know. I Again, it's Google. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, we'll see. I'm sure this list will grow rapidly, mm-hmm. but that's where it's at right now. I'm really excited for Destroy All Humans. I love oh, that are game you? so much. The, the remake. Oh, yeah. Did you ever play the original? I did. I, I So lo- good. I love the original, and when I heard about the remake and we got the trailer for it, um, I th- was it out of Gamescom? Yeah, I think so. Um, when we we got the trailer for it, I went back and watched it, and I was like, you know what? I appreciate what they're doing, but I'm not really interested in it. Wow, I'm going to punch you in the stupid face. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> What else you got? Sorry, that just was violence. Yeah, that threats was really, of violence. That was really violent. <laughs> yeah, it well, got really quiet. Rude, yeah. rude. I didn't actually mean that, Zach. I wouldn't actually punch you in the face. I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> um, Scott, yeah, what's up? Tell us about Blizzard. Oh my why, gosh, why are they in hot water? <laughs> why are what's they not? The, what in seems hot to be water? the trouble? <laughs> okay, uh, politically, I won't get into it just because I don't want to talk about it. Polit- this is stuff. I'm fine real, with that. Real quick. That's where it stems from, right? Yeah, mostly political stuff. Let, so let's cut it dry. Let's leave it to the one reason. It all started from a Hearthstone player in a yeah, tournament. Yep, so it started all from a Chinese Hearthstone player who... who spoke out against uh, China yep. and in favor of the Hong Kong protests. Yep. And, and Blizzard shut them down. Yeah, and not only did they shut him down, but they banned him, and then they took away all of his prize money. And they banned the two Chinese casters who were doing the interview with him. But so what they did is they banned him for a year, I believe, and to call his prize winnings. Yeah. But in the end, they came back. They reduced his ban from a year to six months, yeah. and they gave him back all his prize winnings, which I still think is stupid. And they didn't say anything about uh about the casters. But anyway, they reduced their ban as well to six months. Why even have a ban for them? They didn't even say anything. Um. But anyway, so that's kind of where the whole thing stemmed. And everyone was like, boycott Blizzard. Like, mm-hmm. people were canceling their WoW subscriptions. Um, and Overwatch apparently has absolutely just tanked in. Like, the funny thing about Overwatch specifically is they're actually taking May from the game and making her, like, pro Hong Kong. Like, to get it banned. Yeah, yeah. To, get a ban- <laughs> to get a banned in China. Um, <laughs> and um, fun fact uh, Zed, my favorite DJ, also got banned from China for liking a tweet from South Park because their 300th episode had to do with China. <laughs> and he liked a tweet from them and he got banned. And that is a legitimate thing. Yeah. yeah, the Chinese government called his uh, promoters and said um, he is no longer allowed to play in China. That's wild. Yep, political Crazy. drama. Yep, political drama. Basically, so, but that's not kind of what we're talking about. We're more talking about um, Overwatch coming to Switch. Overwatch <laughs> coming to Switch. Thank you. Yeah, sure. And basically, what happened is uh, they were supposed to have a launch party at um, Nintendo in New York City. Yeah, the World Store in New the York. The World Store in New York City, and they had to can- they had to cancel it. Well, it was probably the right thing to do. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was on Blizzard's part mostly or if it was Nintendo it, that just wanted to like, stay away from it with a six-foot pole. I got a tweet for you that, oh. cl- that clears that up. Yeah, this yeah. is from the Nintendo World Store's official Twitter account. Please be aware that the previously announced Overwatch launch event scheduled for Wednesday, 10-16 at Nintendo NYC has been canceled by Blizzard. Yep. We apologize for any inconvenience this may cause. Yep. That's Nintendo's whole... Uh, that's everything they had to say about it. Yeah, but then again, that's like, all they had to say. Like I said, do you think that's Blizzard or do you think that's more Nintendo? I, I feel mean, they like flat out said Blizzard canceled it in the tweet. They did, but yeah. that could be for any 
various amount of reasons. Yeah, um, I'm sure because, Nintendo wasn't thrilled with the situation and probably didn't want to have a have drama no, at their event anyway. No, they so. didn't want to. They didn't, they wanted to stay a nice arm's length away. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically, what happened is it wasn't just that the event got canceled. Uh, Nintendo didn't announce that Overwatch was released for switch on their twitter account or anything like that mm-hmm. um and they were also giving out people refunds for d- digital copies of overwatch that's pretty extreme they never give out refunds for digital copies but they were doing it i mean it's not like they canceled the release of the game i know there was just this event in exactly New York. but it wasn't just the event it's everything that's happening so i feel like that is why they did it yeah but yeah they were giving out refunds for the game and um yeah it's just hmm. kind of a. I mean, we, I think a part of it is this is, it's so crazy because we see kind of video games and politics kind of like cross lines sometimes. Uh, yeah, all the time. And uh, you see that here in the US with uh, violent video games and legislation. Um, a lot of uh, video game stuff in Australia is banned because of their strict rules they have there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But this is kind of like above and beyond where you have corporations bending to, uh, you know, certain government policies yeah well to tell to kind of like tack all this on tack all this on with a nice pretty bow Mm -hmm. um let's keep in mind that blizzcon is just around the corner how is that gonna go over this is not something that they can just cancel where is blizzcon so it's in uh anaheim i believe california Gotcha. i think it's it's right by uh, disneyland i think it's at the same place that um uh e3 is held so do you think... Anah- a, yeah, Anaheim Convention Center. Do you think upset people will be at BlizzCon <laughs> too? I or, think, uh, uh, there's or can actually, BlizzCon just be BlizzCon? There's actually um, people E3's on... E3 at the a, LA Convention Center. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, if people sorry, if people wanted to protest BlizzCon, oh. just don't show up. You know well, what I mean? Hopefully it's, it's just people, a situation where people just decide not to go instead of getting are, mad. People are making... Um, people uh, on Reddit have actually made protest groups that are going to be at BlizzCon. That's so dumb. Yep, in support of Hong Kong. I mean, you can support something without like going to an event here's, like this and causing a scene. I think here's the thing, the whole thing about it is that Blizzard's whole idea was like, you know, they support everyone of like every gender, of every race, in every country. Mm-hmm. And then they do this to a Hearthstone uh, player just because he said, you know, something about hong kong like in support of it when it when it comes down to their terms of service they were saying that basically they don't allow any form of political speech or support or anything like that outside of the game which is fine but they so they really just stick into their own rules they're sticking their own rules but people are also pointing to the fact that china has supported them heavily Mm -hmm. when it comes to uh money and funds Oh, so, so that, they're trying to draw some parallel between yep. those two things, mm-hmm. which may or may not be true. So probably it, isn't even true. It but has who knows? To do with money and Blizzard. That's ridiculous. It's unfortunate for people who are just fans of Blizzard games. Yeah, like I, I'm typically excited when BlizzCon rolls around because there might be some cool new announcements. Yeah, last, I re- last year there wasn't. There I was really, Diablo Mobile. Yeah, but this year, like maybe we'll get an, another proper Diablo announcement. But is all that going to be overshadowed by this drama? Probably. Yeah, that sucks for the fans Absolutely. of the games. Who cares about the the corporation side of it? Yeah, 
we're just we're here I really, for the games. I really want to play the Halloween event for Overwatch, but chances are, if I'm able to find a game, it's just <laughs> going to be a bunch of toxicity. Well, way worse than it normally is. I mean, there there's a ton of people on uh, on console still. So, I mean, me and uh, me and one of my buddies have debated whether or not we're going to stop playing. Um, in the end, we feel like it's just going to blow over. Yeah, probably. Um, and we're not going to stop playing. I mean, there there's so much that. You can really play fork in, knife. Invest yourself into, you know, yeah. when it comes to these different issues. Yeah, well, anyway, we'll see more about this. But yeah, we will. That is kind of my little two cents. It'll be interesting to see how, how BlizzCon all shakes out. Yeah, that's what weeks. I'm really, really interested in. Right. Hey, guys. Hey. hey. We have about 18 minutes, so we cool. have some time to rattle. Yeah. Do you yeah. guys want just a fun random piece of news? Yeah. Sure, hit me with it. Um, you know Dr. or uh, Professor E. Gad from the Luigi's Mansion series? Of course. Of course you do. Are you familiar with his inventions? Yeah. Um, so he's got a new invention for uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 that is just all kinds of fun. That's not the Poltergeist? No, it's not the Poltergust. Gust 3000. Thank you very much. Oh. Um, I, you'll probably remember this. In Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, if you played that for the 3DS, uh, he gave Luigi a communication device that yeah. looked like a 3DS. Yes. It was called the Dual Scream. Yeah. And uh, so there's another similar new communication device in Luigi's Mansion Ooh, 3. Let me, let me guess what it's called. Guess what it is. Is it, is it called the Swatch? It's not the Swatch. Oh. They actually went retro with this one. There's, oh. a, clue, there's a clue for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, Got any other guesses? I'm going to get... Is Zach, that a, draw is it? on your rich knowledge of Nintendo history <laughs> and give me an answer. This almost could have been trivia, but it's just no a clue. news item. Is it, no is, <laughs> is it a virtual boy? I really it is. Hope. It's a virtual no, boy. No, it's not. It's called the virtual boo. Yeah. <laughs> Good guess, man. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep, oh, yep. Luigi gets to strap this big, big oh, bright red serious? headset to his face. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my God. Good guess, man. That was awesome. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. I, I don't know why that was the one thing that just popped in my head. I just thought of the most absurd, <laughs> stupid thing I could think of. I love how Nintendo is not afraid to pay tribute to the biggest abject failure in gaming history. For sure theirs, but one of the biggest failures in all of gaming history. Yep. They're like, yeah, we'll embrace that. It was it was a fun little piece of our history. Oh, and man. we're going to celebrate it. Yeah, <laughs> Pretty awesome. The I virtual wish they, boo. I wish they would have done like something with the power, power glove. Uh... Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Maybe they will at some point. I don't Maybe. Know. Um, did you know also that the uh, that EGAD is credited with inventing the flood? Yeah. Did you not know that? I didn't know that. That's really? some cool crossover. Yeah. I, they, uh, I had no idea. I found that out while looking at Wikipedia after I'm I read sure, this article. I'm pretty sure the uh, flood talks about it in Super Mario Sunshine. That is so funny. Yeah, yeah when, I guess when, when, it, you, when it boots up. When you initially get it, it comes out of a crate that has uh, EGAD's logo on it. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. cool. Well, I love the crossover. Um, Oh, I was going to say that we didn't know who EGAD was at the time, but we totally did because Luigi's Mansion came out before Super Mario Sunshine. Luigi's Mansion was a launch, launch title, title, I yep. believe, yeah, it for was. GameCube. Yep. Yep. That's fun. Would Are you, you looking forward to Luigi's Mansion 3? Yes. Are you going to play it? Yes. Cool. We I'm haven't, so excited. We haven't played a new game at the same time in a while. So Are you playing it? I'm totally going to get it. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm really, really excited. I loved Luigi's Mansion, the original. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I hated the version on the DS. Yeah. I can understand <clears throat> the problems with it. I, so, I love the aesthetic. It's Yeah, it's so charming and so yeah. playful. I love the but aesthetic and I want to get it. It's a little spooky. It's a little spooky. It's more fun than it is spooky. I mean, the original one was really spooky, in my opinion. Yeah. Luigi's it, Mansion 1. I was pretty spooky. It's kind of Ghostbusters a little bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's moments of tension, but it's always playful at the yeah, same yeah. time. So uh, let me ask you this. Is it, it the ask away. Is it the type of uh, game where you can just pick up and play it, yes. or do you really have to commit yourself to it? 
No, well, you can literally just pick it up and play it. It's not arcadey though. It's an adventure game, and you're mm-hmm. solving puzzles, and mm-hmm. you're working your way through environments by solving puzzles. It almost kind of reminds me of a Zelda dungeon mm-hmm. in a way. Wow, the, the way you're piecing together. Since you didn't get any of those in Breath of the of Wild, I know your, I didn't, and yeah. I need some. Yeah. <laughs> so I I think you need to probably sit down and play a good chunk at a time. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to play two minutes and turn it back off, probably. Yeah. yeah. Although I mean, you can put the Switch to sleep and. It lends itself to that style of play no matter what game you're playing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's probably not a really long game. I'm guessing eight to ten hours. Okay. Typically. That's what they usually do. I, I think it'll be way more than that. How, was the first one that long? It's a decent amount of time if you wanted to get 100%. Sure. If you're going for 100%, totally different story. If you yeah. kind of just want to play through it and oh, see it. Oh, play through? 10 hours. 10 hours. Like 10, 10, 12 hours. That's typical. Uh, yeah. Hey, can we run through Riot real quick? Yeah, let's no. do it. I love Riot. I love everything about them. I love Who Valve. Again? I love Dota too. So Riot kidding. basically came out of the out of the woodwork and uh, announced a bunch mm. of new content. Basically. Not really out of okay. the woodwork. This is their ten year anniversary this year. Okay, well, yeah. for the ten year anniversary. <laughs> <Got> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't. Sorry. I, I didn't. I mean, mean you are you right. The... You are right. I'd rather have you correct me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to throw you under the bus. <laughs> uh, so basically, they announced a new game called uh, Legends of Ruterra. <laughs> it's a free-to-play card game uh, coming to mobile in 2020. Okay. Um, it'll have free and pay-to-win mechanics to acquire cards. People are calling it the Artifact Killer. But Artifactular? Artifact- <laughs> Art- that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Artifact didn't need a killer because it killed itself. Oh, that's so yeah, sad. That true. <laughs> it do- really quick, before you go any further, doesn't, yeah. doesn't Riot already run a card game based on League um, of Legends? Am uh, I crazy? No, no, no. Uh, well, it's called Auto Chess. Yeah, it's that's the, what it's not a card game. Oh, it's based on that's the, what it, okay. the characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's like it. it's like a chess. Got I think yeah, I think the term for the video game for that video game type is called auto battler. Okay, which is which I recently. No, it's called auto gotcha. chess. Well, that's yeah that game, but no, 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 the genre. They're called auto chess games. Oh, yeah, because it's like laid out on a chessboard. Huh. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Okay. Uh, there's another game called uh, League of Legends Wild Rift. It's a uh, five versus five MOBA coming into mobile. Uh, in 2020 in consoles sometime later. Hmm. Uh, same genre as League of Legends, but it's built from the ground up. Um, and then it has a new twin stick control scheme, which so I'm that... thinking they're they're making and designed for console yeah. for the future generation. So basically it's just a mobile for, Instead it's of the just, game for console. Well, it sounds like it's pretty... Um, they said it's developed from the ground up, so it sounds like it's something new. Well, they have to. I mean, you got you to remember, like, as someone who played a MOBA, mm-hmm. played League of Legends and Dota... I can tell you that the amount of stuff that is done on a keyboard yeah. that you have to translate yeah. to a controller, yeah. you would have to build the game from the ground up. Yeah, so don't you appreciate that they didn't just yeah. try to like jam oh, oh, console like, controls into yes. League of Legends as Absolutely, it exists? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I'm glad to hear they're putting that much work into it. Um, so we have that. And then we have uh, Right Revealed 3 yet named titles. So Three we have one so, of one of them. I'm really excited for. So we have Project A is a character based shooter set in the near future Earth. Um, we'll get more info wow. next year. Yeah. Uh, we have Project L, which is a fighting game set in the League of Legends universe. That's the one I'm this excited for. Yeah, okay. that one I'm really excited for. And then we have uh, Project F is a game that explores the possibilities of traversing the world of Runeterra with your friends. Wow. Um, and then uh, we have one more game announcement, <laughs> which is the League of Legends esports manager. You basically manage a <laughs> esports team. That's funny. And then uh, all it's a meme game. <laughs> basically, all the money that you that the game makes will go towards the teams in the game. It okay. really, it really does sound like a big joke, like some of these games. But <laughs> I, I, I think can it's respect great. it. They're, I think, they're I think world building here. They're yeah. they're taking mm-hmm. these characters in new directions and breaking <laughs> them out of 
the League of Legends shell because if you're not into MOBAs, you're <clears> never going to experience this world or those characters. And yeah. from what I hear from our good friend Dan, mm-hmm. great friend of the show, uh, he, he talks about these characters in such amazing light. He, he yeah. has nothing but good things to say about how well-developed they are, how well-acted they are, their yeah. backstories. I mean, it sounds like an interesting world, but I'm just not interested in MOBAs, so I would never see any of that. Yeah. But a fighting game, that sounds fantastic. A, yeah. uh, a shooter of some kind, yeah, I'm, I'm down. And they, I'd check it out. They also have a documentary and a uh, animated series coming as well. Cool. Wow, they're uh, going big. This yeah, sounds like big, a big yeah. investment. Yeah. I, uh, I, I hope it works out. <laughs> here's the thing that I'll say... Someone who's played League of Legends, but you know now now I play Dota a ton. Is the the characters really are their own personalities? It feels like um, in Dota, it feels like they're starting to make more and more of their own original characters. But a lot of them already come from like Warcraft and stuff like that. Um, so they just at some at some points do feel generic. I will say. Okay. Um, it feels cool to have. A character from like League of Legends have like their own name and personality, you know, because in Dota it's like you have Drow Ranger or you have Venomancer, mm-hmm. but in in League of Legends you have like um, like Ari and uh, Lucina or not Lucina, but uh, um, <laughs> wrong game, wrong yeah, franchise. Sorry. <laughs> uh, um, Leona, uh-huh. um, and they they have these personal names with them, and they feel very personal and they feel very unique in their own special way Um, and they come from their own background and all this stuff like that so Mm. that is the one thing I do love about League of Legends I love the champs that they have in the game all feel unique in their own special way Yeah. so I think like doing something like a fighting game uh, or something like that would be absolutely just perfect yeah that's cool this this Project A character base shooter is very um, uh, what's the word (laughs) I'm spacing uh, shooty. <laughs> it, it, it is shooty. That's all I got. It is shooty. That was uh, good. Counter Strike. Cinematic. Oh, it's a very Counter Strike esque. Um, so it's probably small arena based stuff. Um, it's not. I, for some reason, I was thinking like a Gears of War or like Warhammer 40k Space no, Marine. I think uh, I think like Counter Strike maps. They, okay. They brought in uh, ex pro Counter Strike players to kind of uh, advise. Yeah. The gameplay, um, they're working on uh, Peeker's Advantage and Netcode to make the game as efficient as possible. Oh, cool. Okay, um, but the, it looks like they're gearing up to ma- gearing up to make like the next like big uh, competitive shooter. Seems like it would be more Overwatch ish, just by nature of the fact that these characters don't all have guns. You know, they all have different methods of attacking. They do have, yeah. There, there's some weird powers, and it looks like it's a blend of Counter Strike and like. Like there's like magic or something in it. Yeah, there's a ton of characters in the game though with guns. But we'll oh, see. really? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. But if you don't have projectiles, maybe you could still like punch stuff. I don't know. I hope like, so. What about that girl that rides a big bear? How would she work? Who? Anna? I don't know. There's a girl that rides a giant she bear. Does, she does. Don't look at me like oh, I'm crazy. Oh, oh, I think you're talking about. They a had new a new. statue of it at Pax one year, and it was massive. Yeah. I th- oh, yeah. That's that's it. That's uh, Annie. Oh, that's okay. Annie. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Like she doesn't ride the bear, but the oh. bear, she like holds the bear in her hand. It's like a little stuffed bear. Uh-huh. And then when she like gets angry uh-huh. or in the game when she uses her ult, it becomes a giant bear that like attacks. Them. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, thanks for clearing that up. She's one of my imagine favorite. that in a fighting I'm, game. You know, I'm, there's a lot of I cool possibilities her. there. Yeah. I mained her back in the day. You mained her and you didn't even know who I was talking about. (laughs) Dude, I haven't played the game in like three years. All right, you get a pass. Okay. Hey, uh, we have about six minutes left. Cool. 
So let's ramble on. I can tell la, you about la, something cool. La, 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 do you want to hear la, about something la, cool? La, yeah. La. How much time do you need for trivia, Zach? What do you think? Uh, a, a minute or two. A minute. Okay. Cool. I need to. Talk, I need to think at least three minutes of my answer, though. <laughs> I stumbled on something really cool. Well, yeah, we'll just sit here in silence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on Reddit. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And it's uh, it has to do with Super Mario Maker too, and it's a really uh, cool idea. Yeah. So uh, members of the Reddit community tr- um, subreddit Traditional Mario Maker, which is a community that focuses on collaborating ideas for classic Mario levels and making levels that are kind of inspired by the, the Mario classics. Do they you know? look and listen? So they're, they're not making like... Wow, you're just getting normal. Yeah, I kind of am actually. <laughs> they're not making levels that you run through as fast as possible yeah, yeah. or like auto-scroll, any of that stuff. They're just making traditional style levels. So they, um, a, a portion of this community got together and they decided to make a full game together. And they use this website called worldmapbuilder.com. Yeah. It's specifically designed to be work to, to work with Super Mario Maker. And you create world maps on it, and you kind of click your way around the world map in the web browser. And when you click on a level, it gives you a level ID, a course ID, that you then punch into Mario Maker, play through the level. And based on how you do on the level, it'll tell you where to go next. So there's, there's going to be secret exits. So if you, if you take one exit from a level, you go this way. If you take a different exit, you go a different way. And uh, it, it kind of simulates the, the feel of playing like Super Mario World. And since it's inspired by classic Mario levels, it's going to feel like playing a new old Super Mario game, which I think is really cool. cool. So they have, they have a lot of stuff from old Mario games in it, like Secret Exits, which I mentioned, bonus stages, Toad Houses. Um, they focused heavily on a consistent difficulty curve. So you know things start pretty moderate, pretty easy, and then they ramp up. And towards the end of a game... Even like Super Mario World, toward the end, some of those levels just got brutal, especially when you get to Star World. Mm. It gets intense toward the end. So um, I just think it's cool that a community got together and made a full game together in Super Mario Maker. Cool. Don't you? Yeah. Do you, Zach? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't played it. I should, I should actually jump in and play some of it. There's also a level counter on the website, or mm-hmm. a, sorry, a life counter on the website. So when you die, you subtract a life. So you can't actually reach a game over state. Because wow. in Super Mario Maker, you don't have lives. You just kind of keep playing the level till you finish it. Well, you know what this kind of reminds me of? What? Uh, of uh, A Mario game? <laughs> it should. Why am I spacing? What? What's the, what's the space exploration game? Uh, no Man's Sky. Yeah, yeah so it reminds me of the No Man's Sky community that came together and built basically a uh, city, <laughs> a community get together in the game. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, they had to collaborate outside of the game to uh, make and it listened. come mm-hmm. together within the game. Yep. Um, so they, they actually got all the levels submitted from uh, users in the Reddit community. They had a contest, and they had people submit levels, and they picked the best. And they're, they're actually still taking submissions. You can, you can keep submitting levels because the game's not completed yet. Yeah. But uh, go to the community, um, Traditional Mario Maker on Reddit, and you can watch a trailer of the game. It looks really cool. Cool. Yep. That's cool. Hey, yeah. hit us with a question. What's the first video game album to go platinum? Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, why did it have to be something I had to think about? <laughs> oh, Video game album. Or uh, name, just name the game. That it, it I'm going to say Ocarina of Time. That's a good guess. Thank you. I know it's, Video game it's, albums haven't even really come out in the it States. It feels like a default. Until like, like, I remember having to track down the Final Fantasy VII album from Japan mm-hmm. because it wasn't out in the States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Think of an old game. I don't know. Think of, I don't think it would be an old game because of what yeah, I said. Yeah, was brand. It was brand re- hitting that. I think it could be newer. More recent than could that. Be newer? Oh man! Celestino. Oh man! This is hard, Zach. Hey, it's well, good though, right? Hurry up! You got two minutes. 
That's plenty of time for well, you to think. We still, I still have to go start through doing all my the, stuff. Start doing the outro, and I'll keep thinking. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Tell people where they can find us. Thank you guys so much for listening, as always. Uh, yeah, don't forget to check us out on all the social medias. We got Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, uh, uh, iTunes is a big one. And then don't forget to check us out also on nwczradio.com. Uh, and then our, also our new one, and this is the link, I'm going to read it out, cms.megaphone.fm. FM. You yeah. can find every single one of our episode. Boom, right there. Click the button and listen to it. Yeah, megaphone.fm. Um, yep. And look up Video Game Pharmacy. Yep. And then uh, if you guys uh, listen to us on NWCC Radio, we are going to be on Channel 1. Um, so don't forget to check us out there. Um, and then, of course, iTunes, where you can always find the latest episodes of VGRX. Handled it. Thank you. Yeah, good job. You did really well. Did I miss anything? No, I think nope. I got everything. Nope. You got it. Cool. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Try to get. I'm going way too recent, but okay. Red okay. Dead Redemption. Yeah. All right, yeah, the first one. Recent. Yeah, the first one. First one. Wow. Okay. Dang. I know. Okay. Well, hey guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, to another week of the video game pharmacy. Um, from my boys Zach. Hey. From my boys Britton. Yup. And I am Scott, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye bye. I don't know what I was trying to do there. You got it. Thanks, guys. (laughs) You are tuned into the video game pharmacy.